Hey there, people of the internet. Hope you're having a fantastic day. It's nice to be back considering that we weren't here last week. Due to a few technicalities, we weren't able to produce an episode for Spirited Talks. But we did put out a free guide of the tools that we use to study the Bible. It's available on spiritedtalks.com. And now that we're back, we're talking about identity. Because as Christians, we are a new creation. So what is our identity? I'm sitting here with my beautiful wife, Jessica, and we're about to get into this conversation today. So if you're new here, consider subscribing wherever you're listening to this podcast, whether it's Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whichever is your favorite podcast app. And if you're a regular listener, welcome to the show. Now, without taking any more time, let's get into the conversation. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Joseph. Considering that you're a counselor, I think you'll have to do a lot of the groundwork in this conversation. So since we're talking about identity, I think uh, one of the most important things is to look at the things that steal our identity. And uh, I was wondering if you could run us through different things that could steal us or steal our identity or I'm not sure how do I put it, but since you're a counselor, you'd have a better idea of the things that uh, we label ourselves with. So I was wondering if you could uh, take this conversation in that direction so that we could explore uh, the different labels that we add to ourselves that steal our identity. Mm. Before talking about other people, actually, I just want to talk about myself because I had heard this word identity crisis so many times um, when I was younger and I used to almost find it like, you know, uh, hype, um, hyped. Yeah, I used to almost find it hyped. I was like, why are people making such a big deal out of identity and what is all this crisis about? And even in our uh, studying of uh, psychology and social work, we do come across these terms of identity crisis. But as I started um, growing as a Christian, I think I realized um, the difference that it made to my own life when I got to actually learn more about my identity. It's actually... Uh, changed a lot of things for me. It has changed how I respond um, to situations, to conflict, uh, to things people say. So now I'm at this point where when people talk about identity, my ears do stand up and I am interested to pay attention because now I've grown to understand that, yes, not knowing your identity is indeed a crisis. So even talking about... Um, you know, uh, attacks on our identity. Uh, we do find young people, like I work with uh, boys, young boys in school and even young girls. We do find them making so many choices just to fit into a group that they really want to belong to. Like getting into troublesome behaviors or uh, dressing up a certain way so that uh, their peers will accept them or taking on habits 
that their peers have invited them into which are not healthy for them and these are all indicators of um, you know wanting to belong somewhere yeah i think that's an that's a need that we all have that that need to belong to something or someone something greater than ourselves we want to be a part of something bigger it is a tribalistic nature that we all have we want to belong to that one tribe right yeah and we are willing to do anything to get in there yeah yeah so how exactly does that affect us i mean i wonder from what you said i don't see anything wrong with that so how does that uh, make it a bad thing or how do we end up having an identity crisis like you were saying where does the crisis part come in so when i say the person will do anything to fit in it could mean like um, getting into gang behavior in school like forming a group uh, rather a gang and getting into serious rule breaking like deciding to hit another boy after school by forming your own gang of uh, you know as as many number of boys as possible and then two boys threatening each other that i'll get my gang and you get yours and then let's see who's stronger i've done that too in school actually yeah but that's when you know wanting to fit in um and wanting to belong so badly that you'll get into these kind of things slowly grow into you making choices that are deviant uh, even if you know you somehow get pulled into this whole thing of just choosing based on other people and you you lose who you are or you're trying to figure out who you are so badly that you're just willing to look around and be who people call you to be and it starts from such a young age you know like the first exposure that most of us have is our family true and we are like sponges just absorbing all that they are saying about us so in a sense they are the first people who define us yeah yeah and uh, sometimes uh, sometimes they can they can misinterpret us and they we can't or we end up putting on labels that they give us the family around us give us like if for example they will just because you air out a few ideas then then they question your whole thought process maybe you know like i i know you i grew up with you you're not that person you you better not start talking about things that you don't know about because i know you you're not capable of doing something like that Yeah, I totally hate it when people talk like they know you better than you know yourself. It just triggers me the wrong way totally. Yeah, and family can label you the wrong way quite a lot of times because uh you know, you know like uh, in the in the gospels also uh when Jesus was performing miracles or Jesus went into uh, Nazareth, uh the people started talking about Hey, but don't we know this guy isn't he a carpenter isn't he yeah uh this i mean don't we know his mother and his brothers and it, it was all labels that they attached to him and then he could not do anything because of their uh, unbelief there yeah 
So family can play a big part in creating a false identity for you. Is is that what you're trying to say or? Yeah, what I'm trying to say is it could go either way. You know, if you have a family that is calling out your gifts, that is speaking out um, positively into your life or is speaking God's language uh, about you and saying that that is who you are, then it could work very, very well. And you can actually grow up to be, uh, you know, solid in your identity and there need not even be a crisis. It's not necessary that everyone goes through an identity crisis. I just realized that when I spoke about the Jesus thing, it may have come across that Jesus went through an identity crisis because of (laughs) (laughs) the things that uh, the people there said, but Jesus didn't have an identity crisis. I'm just making it clear or clarifying that for you, the podcast listener, uh, Mm. just to show that uh, what happened there was a matter of faith. And uh, it's because the people labeled Jesus wrong, they saw him differently and there there was not enough faith for uh, signs and wonders to happen there. But that's a whole different ballgame and a different topic and we'll seem to digress from that. But uh, what we wanted to highlight from that is the fact that family can play a very important part in building your identity and uh, it can go either way, like Jessica said can can build you up in a great way and if you don't have a family who can nurture you in the right direction you can start putting on those wrong labels and create a false identity for yourself having said what you said though i still think um it's important what you think about god because their understanding that jesus was just a carpenter's son Limited their own experience of his power. That's right. You know, so I think even through this podcast, I'm going to be going back and forth between who God is and who I am in him. You know, because my understanding of him is going to um, determine my understanding of myself. That's right. Another thing that uh, I think can steal our identity is work. You know, because... uh, as you know, I've told you before, mm-hmm. uh, I have this thing that uh, people call an imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's, it's just that I start questioning myself because I'm not sure about the things I've done. And uh, from a world standpoint, it is an imposter syndrome. But uh, from from a Christian, from a mature Christian standpoint, we understand that this is the enemy whispering things in your ear, you know, and I'm not trying to sound very uh, mystical and talking mumbo jumbo, but it's just mm-hmm. that voice that whispers in your ear telling you, questioning your actions, you know. And for those who don't know, an imposter syndrome is where you do something, but you're not satisfied with what you've done and you're always struggling because you feel you're pretending to be who you are not. For example, if I'm a manager at work, uh, managing a team, and even when things go right and just it's just not 100%, you know, it's at 95%, mm. there'll be the voice in your head that whispers, you could not make 100% because you don't have an MBA, you're not a real manager. You yeah. just happen to get here through luck or the weird circumstances that led you here. Mm. Or me being a podcaster, uh, if if something goes wrong in the edit, uh, 
and there are a few noises that creep into the recording mm-hmm. uh, there's that voice that says hey your recording is not 100% perfect because you're not a sound engineer you're just mm-hmm. pretending to be a podcaster or a sound engineer editing things mm-hmm. and then it's that struggle that's constantly there and i need to keep reminding myself that hey i've got a greater commission than this and it's not me who's doing these things you know mm-hmm. and that's one struggle that happens always and there are so many things that, apart from this it's just that when we uh, work for an achievement when we try to achieve a certain standpoint mm-hmm. we end up in a crisis because if it's something that we are working to achieve anyone can steal that from us as well uh, yeah. we are not satisfied with just having money we want to have more money than the other guy you're mm. not satisfied having a car we want to have a better car than the other guy and so if it's an achievement that we are labeling ourselves with then anyone else, anyone can steal that achievement and our identity is shattered yeah yeah our understanding of our identity also affects us at work in terms of how we receive feedback or how we uh, respond to times when we don't perform well enough and not performing well enough or a boss yelling at us for something we did wrong can affect us really badly if you're really trying to measure up and trying to fit in yeah fact not only at work but also going back to how family um defines our identity you know the words that our own family members say about ourselves like what about us rather what do they say when we mess up or what do they say when we do well or what do we hear them say about uh, about us to other people these are all things that uh, really affect us or um, what are the responsibilities that they trust us with what are the responsibilities that they don't trust us with do they involve us in uh, decisions related to the family or choices especially decisions that affect us directly do they involve us or not these are ways in which from a very young age we start to realize that okay this is who we are and this is who we are not because family is like the most significant uh unit and the first unit that we actually belong to and then it goes into work and we try to look for those same results at work with the responsibilities that we get and responsibilities that we don't get yeah and we then label ourselves like that and yeah. i think it just boils or it boils into the other thing it bleeds into the other thing and one leads into the other and from childhood if we see ourselves a particular way uh, we tend to grow into that label and wrap it around ourselves like a blanket mm. and use it as our uh, comfort zone sometimes at work and we feel comfortable accepting the fact that hey you know i'm not capable of doing this this is all i will do and this is this is as much i'm willing to give at times and you just don't then live up to the expectations that are there uh from your superiors because you have 
grown into this person that you see yourself and if someone else sees you as an eagle but you see yourself as a chicken you live out your life as a chicken and not an eagle yeah yeah totally yeah so again that forms a crisis right it's no longer your identity because if you're an eagle and someone else sees you as an eagle but if you see yourself as a chicken you're going to live your life as a chicken and that again is an identity crisis yeah and the real crisis and danger is when because significant people in your life are calling you a chicken you start calling yourself a chicken and so even if someone comes along later on to call you an eagle it's going to take you so much time to unlearn your own understanding of yourself as a chicken yeah and i think the biggest struggle that comes in once you understand uh, your identity as a christian is when the people you trust the most start telling you that you are an eagle at one time and another time just from sheer experience of being with you they turn back and say oh but you're a chicken you can't be flying so high come back down here yeah and that's another kind of crisis as well because your identity is split and you're trying to rationalize both things at the same time and you you come across that struggle because you you got to you got your feet in two boats and you just can't find your balance yeah just when you were going to say about the boats thing the image that came to my mind is that of waves you know when we're dependent on other people to define our identity we actually become like the waves sometimes high sometimes slow just defining ourselves based on how other people are viewing us so the things other people are saying and there is such instability because of that yeah it's it's completely unstable because there's no solid foundation and it keeps changing it's like a turmoil that's happening and mm. at one time you're at a high because someone else praised you yeah. and you're like wow okay i i'm this super being you know i'm this i'm superman yeah <laughs> i'm i'm yeah. in the clouds and the other time just because someone brought you down you feel so belittled and so uh, tiny like oh worm jacob you know you you feel like a maggot there and mm. it's just because our identity is placed in other people it's misplaced identity we are uh, completely relying on them to define us rather than working ourselves or working out who we are by ourselves mm. yeah. also the world that affects our identity so much and uh, when i say world it includes so many things but one thing that i see a lot happening is the media mm. the media is today carving out uh, my opinion it's uh, choosing to show me 
ओनली स्पेसिफिक पर्सपेक्टिव एंड दैट इज गोन मेक मी थिंक इन अ स्पेसिफिक डिरेक्शन एंड दैट डिरेक्शन विल डिफाइन माई व्यू ऑफ माई सेल्फ माई व्यू ऑफ पीपल एंड माई व्यू ऑफ द वर्ल्ड ऑल्सो माई व्यू ऑफ गॉड यू नो yeah the media makes you decide how to think about yourself how to think about the others and diverts your attention from the bible because yeah. i mean take for example if you listen to enough christian media they'll they'll start advising you on political things as well but our identity should not be from the political things that you hear from christian media or if you love hear secular media they'll advise you on different aspects of uh, the political argument and you'll start basing your identity in that but that should not be the these things should not be advising us on our uh, identity our mm. identity will be in the bible so the media and the world does play a part in stealing our identity and uh, labeling us in explaining who we are rather than us defining who we are by ourselves yeah even ads today are trying to tell you who should you should be what size you should be what food you should eat what show you should watch so everyone's trying to tell you who should you who you should be and what you should do i'm wondering how much do we actually use our own mind you know <laughs> it just feels that as we progress into the future we become more and more incapable of making decisions and think for ourselves and we need a computer or we need someone else to tell us how to think i mean if you think about it at least 15 years back you had more news coming out i'm not saying good or bad news but news you know news channels just gave out news mm. saying that uh there was an earthquake so many people died or there like was a famine like just facts without yeah, just, opinions yeah but today there are more opinion shows on news channels rather than news because they are telling you how to think about the news rather than just telling you the news you need someone mm-hmm. else telling you how to think for yourself and how to think about yourself and it's a shocking reality that we've woken up into yeah news itself is an opinion now because one channel will tell you this is news and the another channel can actually tell you report the same incident but they are going to tell you a different opinion altogether so news itself is an opinion now i really don't know if we get facts anymore and the funny thing is if if you start digging deeper into uh, artificial intelligence it's so scary because the AI knows your behavior patterns and it's predicting how you will behave and by predicting how you'll behave it's guiding you to make certain decisions even without you realizing it mm-hmm. so it's conditioning you to think in a certain way even without you realizing how much of control you're giving the artificial intelligence to do right through social media and the internet you know it it guides you through thinking in a particular direction and doesn't let you to think for yourself are you watching too much of person of interest i've seen that show before i'm i do think that that show did have a lot to say about how an artificial intelligence 
guides you through making decisions yeah mm. what about the church you know doesn't the church also play an important role in defining who we are i think that's there are two sides to that coin actually the church can develop you but in a way if you uh place your identity in in the church then you could probably uh i mean i'm trying to find uh the safest way to say this because uh mm. we can lose our identity within the church also yeah like i know of churches who preach that you know we are sinners and our heart is evil and you know that is who we are um and while we know that yes we are born in sin and all of that but once we know jesus a lot of that changes but there are people who are just still preaching that passionately you know and that can actually pollute our identity like when i'm saying um i'm not a sinner anymore what i'm saying is that i was a sinner but now jesus has come into my life and the bible actually says that we are the righteousness of god so if the only message being preached is that i'm still a sinner then it is the opposite of the truth but if they are saying that i'm a sinner saved by grace then that is totally true but we cannot stay with the fact that okay you are a sinner you were born a sinner you're going to remain a sinner your heart is evil that is going to make me see myself as a sinner even after having jesus in my life and so even when i make wrong choices i'm going to be like oh sin is my default sinner is my identity so i don't know better yeah i understand what you mean i remember when uh, i one of the churches i went to when i was younger i i had really long hair back then and uh mm. the pastor would say that oh the holy spirit is not functioning or not moving over your life because you have long hair and long hair is unbiblical for a man and so the holy spirit is not over you and i i used to mm. wonder you know like is that correct come on can that really hinder the work of the holy spirit in my life and i had to really question and understand what the bible was saying and that's when i realized oh, okay so this guy is wrong and uh, there's nothing wrong with me actually uh, growing long hair as long as i give my heart to jesus and my identity is not in my long hair but i i also think that within the church we can lose our identity when we are on the narrow path as well uh in the sense that our identity can be in our titles within the church you know i'm an elder in the church or i'm a worship leader in the church or i'm a yeah. uh whoever you know whatever the uh title that you've been given we can lose our selves within that identity because uh, that's another label that we are using to define ourselves and we then it is something we have achieved and because we've achieved it our identity is in this achievement that we have and we look down on others in in fact in india particularly you'll find the caste system still exists in within the church and mm. 
sadly uh there is that differentiation oh he's from that caste and so he's not good enough or this person is from a higher caste so this person is definitely better that we can get our daughters married to this boy because he belongs to a better caste or my daughter cannot marry that guy because he's from a lower caste and things like that and the you can be the best of people within the church and still lose yourself in an identity that is not within uh the bible that's not defined in the bible yeah i just want to come in there because uh, many years ago i remember uh, visiting a place in india and i had seen actually different graveyards for dalits and the upper caste christians you know for our non uh, hindi speaking or non uh, non indians can you explain what a dalit is yeah so there would be like four major caste divisions in india like the brahmins being the uppermost caste and the best of the hierarchy and the dalits being at the bottom um and so if you're a dalit that means you're just not good enough at all and you're you're subordinate to every other caste and so just the sight of uh, a different graveyard for the dalit christians versus the others was so disturbing because i was like okay even in death you're going to divide you know and even in death you're going to remind uh that family uh that there is a classification you know even within the church and that was very very disturbing yeah and i mean why is he so, such an untouchable what he's dead yeah <laughs> that's that's such a crazy thing that we have in india and uh in the end it it all boils down to a matter of pride we find we are proud of the things that we've achieved because we think that we have done this ourselves or we were born into this and so we are proud of it but our identity if it is in christ it is received and not achieved yeah so i i i i was thinking of this quote from uh, mere christianity by cs lewis where he talks about the proud man and uh, he says something like this that uh, if you're proud you'll always look down on people and because you're always looking down on people you'll fail to see the god above you mm. and when our wow. identity is in the things that we have achieved by the things that we've done or uh, by the titles that we've been given by other people we tend to puff ourselves up and we are living in the flesh at that time no matter even if you may be a christian following the bible if your identity is in the titles that we've received then i think we are still in the flesh and not actually operating in the spirit yeah and all these titles are just roles that we play for that matter um yes elders and leaders all of these people have these titles and even uh, the title of a mother you know if if that becomes my identity then um it's it's more than just a role it's actually going to define me and if anything goes wrong in that role my identity is shattered yeah and as long as someone else can take away or chip away into that identity you'll never be confident in who you are 
and i think that is one of the safest uh, harbors that we get in jesus that once we accept jesus we die to ourselves like paul says and we now live in christ yeah yeah i think all that we have spoken about is um, just to expose how the enemy is actually attacking our identity you know in all of these ways in fact i think we make it very easy for him because uh normally an attack would be an a, a full blown assault you know i'm thinking from an army point of view or from a war point of view you bring your arms you bring your uh tanks and your soldiers and everything and then you attack the opposing side mm. but here we develop our own uh, uh weapons and give it off to the devil and uh, he uses it against us so it's a very simple task for him he just has to find that chink in your armor and just make one tiny little poke you know and that shatters the entire bubble that you've created for yourself yeah it's so subtle and it's so deceptive um, you almost don't realize what's happening it's those little questions of doubt those little challenging statements that uh he provokes by making you question it's it's very subtle and deceptive i think and i think that is why once we realize our identity in christ we become completely new beings because the world and the enemy just cannot chatter us or take it away from us once we identify and understand who we really are Mm. and i think we can uh explore that a bit more in our next episode yeah we definitely should cuz right now we've painted this very gloomy <laughs> picture through this whole episode of all the attacks against our identity but we will eventually highlight and discuss in detail what exactly is our identity in christ and now it's time for spiritual reflections <laughs> my biggest takeaway is just a question that i think i need to constantly ask myself is who is defining my identity you know and i don't think um, you get over the identity struggle uh, just post your uh, into your adulthood or not a teenager anymore i think i think it's going to be a lifelong thing that we as christians need to deal with you know like who are we allowing to define our identity yeah i think i have a similar thing as well in the sense that uh from the imposter syndrome uh situation i i recently went through a seminar called lead like jesus mm-hmm. and one of the best things that they highlighted one of the points that they mentioned was to always ask or remind yourself who you are and whose you are that yeah. in the end you belong to Christ and you are one with Christ and when that is your identity then nothing can shake you or change you or make you anything different with that we've reached the end of this episode we hope you liked what you heard and we hope that it helps you develop who you are in Christ Jesus if you liked what you heard then we would really 
uh, appreciate it if you could leave us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. Uh, I think you can only leave a review on Apple Podcasts because Spotify doesn't have that option. But if you would really like to leave a review for us and you don't have an Apple device, then you can leave us a review on Facebook. We have a Facebook page, uh, Spirited Talks Podcast. And uh, I would encourage you to uh, like and leave a review on that page. And if you don't didn't already uh, download our free guide, uh, we are offering a free guide of the tools that we are using to study the Bible. And we would like to ask you to download that guide to help you get started in studying the Bible the right way. It's not a big uh, book or anything as such. It's just a, a PDF file that we created with a few uh, pages illustrating those tools and explaining how exactly we go about studying the Bible. So if you're curious about um, what we do, or if you would like to take your Bible study to, to the next level, then... Uh, it would be great if you could check our website, spiritedtalks.com and download our free guide on the tools that we use to study the Bible. You could also follow us on our Instagram page, Spirited Talks Podcast, where we upload daily little nuggets of faith, which you could share with your friends and family. And lastly, if you haven't subscribed to this podcast, then I would like to ask you to subscribe wherever you're listening, whether it's Spotify, Apple, Google, or any other device, whichever is your favorite podcast app. I would like to ask you to subscribe to this show and share it with your friends and family because we'd really like to get the word going. It was so nice to see today when I happened to check our uh, uh, podcast host and I saw the entire map of India covered in blue of uh, the number of people listening to us. And we are really glad for all that God is doing through this podcast. And we want yeah. to see major impact in people's lives so that they would start to understand and read the Bible and understand all that God is saying to us through the Bible. So it really is important that you share it with all your friends who are curious, who want to know more about your faith who want to know a little bit more about this Jesus that you worship is he is he who he is who is this Jesus and uh, it would be nice if you could share this podcast and we hope that it plays a part in their lives too yeah we really also hope that today's episode was helpful so we would love to hear from you yeah leave us a review or a comment uh, wherever and or you can even send us an email uh, check our um, website for our contact details and reach out to us. We'd really like to hear from you. That's it for now. Thank you for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.